Hello and welcome to 2K Fantasy Premier League podcast. We are back to talk about game week 30 again. Uh, we're calling this episode 47 and we are back, I think, Kev, by some sort of demand. I, w- I would say popular demand, but there was, there's, there's certainly been some demand for us to come back to <laughs> chat about the midweek games. Maybe, um, yeah, yeah. Um, we generally will keep this short because otherwise no one will have any time to listen to it. The broad structure is going to be, we're going to chat through the... Uh, six games, if I can count. Yes, I can count to six. The six games that have happened since we last podded, key things we talked from that, and how it links to some of the key decisions like go Haaland or not. So without further ado, Kev, I'll start with Bournemouth versus Brighton. I think from a team news perspective, there wasn't anything big going on that I was aware of, unless you were aware of any injuries, Kev, but anything else you you took from that game? I thought Brighton, uh, Bournemouth looked really decent. I thought they would score the way they were playing, and they didn't. So I would say, if anything, it sort of secured my faith in Steel more. Would be what I took from that. Also, surprised that there was no rotation because there was the rumor all these guys were going to get rotated. So that also I think is helpful uh, for confidence in our players there for when we get into game week thirty-four when they double, and then likely thirty-six when they double, and then. 37 when they double so you know there's a bit of risk there they're they're obviously going for top four which is crazy brighton so uh yep. i think you know that's sort of what i took from it but there was no i don't know there's no one from bournemouth i'd want uh at this point right we're in the home stretch it's get guys in that double a bunch of times maybe you take a punt on uh players the last two weeks of the season and 37 38 you know, you're going to start looking at your mini league leader and trying to get a little different than them come game week 34 onwards, you know. So, but I don't think anyone from Bournemouth, no. Yeah, I, I think the more, I think the more thing from Bournemouth is, as you say, their attack's quite good. So I don't think we should assume their team you get you get clean sheets against. I know they got a clean sheet this time, but I think you said at the time you thought it was lucky. Yeah. The other thing from Brighton is I think there was a maybe an injury scare from McAllister, but apparently he was fine. And I guess yeah, my, I my other that. takeaway was pre-game, there was talk that they might rotate and he talked about that a yeah. little bit, but they didn't, did they? And I think that's yeah. another key takeaway that these guys are going to play every minute if they can. Yeah, the games are important now. <laughs> McAllister is interesting because I read that comment and Deserby said we uh, he felt something after halftime, so we took him off as a precaution. <laughs> like later on, 70-whatever minutes in, he said, but it's nothing to worry about. He should be fine for next game. Like, these are the words of the manager, so I'm okay. not worried but yeah it's something yeah leads and forest then leads one two one i don't think we need people people many have many leads or forest players they're not going to Greenwood play because people are looking at greenwood as a uh, player to bring in for kane later to get mo i don't even know if i'm not even following these guys right i saw rodrigo didn't start again like that's probably who i would have interest if i had interest in anyone but I think this Greenwood move isn't that you're trying to bring him in, right? It's 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 just Greenwood. It's, Green, Green, Greenwood hasn't played, and I should say that obviously Ferguson played in the Brighton game, having missed the first right. match. That's probably, probably the main news, and he did score. So I, I still think he's an interest. He's kind of back on my radar again. I should I should have said Greenwood that. Greenwood or Ferguson. 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 Problem with Ferguson is most of us already have three Brighton. I don't, so I I could go yeah. there, but I can see if yeah. you haven't, then yeah, understood that. Yeah, and I think. Yeah, and I think 
and so I guess surprisingly, there's been a question mark over Cooper as manager, but it looks like he's going to stay on to the end of the season, which is surprising. They're kind of doing a West Ham, yeah. which we'll talk about Green, in a minute. Greenwood hasn't played since Chelsea March 4th, 10 minutes, and then Feb 18th, Everton, four minutes. Feb 12th, Men United, four minutes, or maybe it's Man City, it doesn't say, but just anyway, it doesn't matter. This guy's not playing. So you're basically saying, I'm, hey, now that the big bench boost is over, I'm going to sewer my players uh sewer my bench sorry and get players in that don't play but i i don't know if you want to talk about this quickly now while we're on greenwood or go for it yeah please i just think there's a lot more doubles coming up and your cheap fodder there's this mentality hey i don't need it anymore because the bench boost over but you can rotate which players double game week with your cheapies. Like I have Dan Byrne. I don't think Dan Byrne's making my team at all, except that week Newcastle double game week. So I'd rather have Dan Byrne in a double game week than some Greenwood kind of player on my bench or Nico Williams to keep it as a defender. Right? Like I just feel like that's a, a huge benefit because I believe it should most likely play out that Newcastle double game week in a week where like no one else is double game weeking. So I'd like to have six players from Brighton and and Newcastle versus five players from Brighton and Newcastle and, and, and fucking Greenwood. Right. I mean, that could be two clean sheets for Dan Byrne. That's could be like a, a, a 15 point game week that you're, you know, I, and I know the money might be tight, this, that, the other, but you're talking about, you're, you're talking about saving like 0.5 here, 0.3, 0.2, depending on what you're doing. Right. So I just, I don't know. I think it's worth finding that money and not doing this, but we'll see. Okay. Uh, Leicester versus Villa. So this is Leicester's first game without Brendan. Yeah. Didn't go very well because Jewsby Hall got sent off just as it was about to be subbed actually. Yeah, he was the net. He was literally about to be subbed, and he got booked again for fouling Ashley Young. Um, I guess my main takeaway was Watkins is as further audition for why he should be a season keeper. Oh yeah. Um, so I don't think he's leaving my team now because he can score against anyone, and he has been Definitely. proven that. Um, James Madison went off towards the end, but he went off with, and it's cramp rather than injury is what the official line is. So he should be fit for this weekend. But my other main takeaway is Madison still looks like he's playing okay, but he's not getting the returns. He'll play this week for me. Then he's he'll he's the next one out of my team, I would say. I, I might keep him to 33, depending on what I decide to do in 31. But after 33, he's definitely gone. But he, he's like it's going 31 for me. What about you, Kev? Yeah, I I mean, he would really have to impress first Bournemouth, who we've is probably the better team of the two right now, right? I mean, I'm on Sofa Score looking at his heat map, and it is fucking like a, a maybe a lukewarm bowl of soup I'm looking at here. Like, this is not, <laughs> this is not a hot heat map, which is interesting because they've got him ranked at 7.4, which is a decent score, right? So, I mean, he does some things that help with, getting returns this guy could return in any game he could double triple return and he saw some flashes of attacking brilliance like that harvey barnes the way he took that pass on that long ball was fucking awesome it was such a nice goal man it was such a nice goal so you know very much could madison get in on this yeah absolutely and then after his tough fixture and, and free hit 32 he's actually got like some really good fixtures. So he's not a hundred percent sell for me. I want to see how he does under Bournemouth. I mean, they've just had like a pretty interesting week with manager change, like mid double game week. 
So I'll, I'll wait and see, but highly likely to be sold. Uh, I think the biggest, it's, it's sell for who though. And we can talk a bit more about that when we talk about, I think, uh, Man City and, and Liverpool. Okay. Um, just one other thing on Villa is Camera. So he is the cent- defensive central midfielder wasn't yeah. in the squad on Wednesday. Now, I think I mentioned at the weekend, on Tuesday, sorry, I mentioned at the weekend he yeah. went off at half-time. Right. I thought it might have been because he got a booking and they brought Chambers in, but actually, it looks like he's got an ankle injury because he wasn't even in the squad. And that does impact on Villa defenders. And I think people, totally. you know, some people might be holding Mings, they might be holding Martinez. They're not as good without a central midfield defense, defensive midfield, midfielder. Kind of stating the obvious, but one one to think about if you're thinking yeah. of playing your Villa defenders. Um, Next one, Chelsea nil, Liverpool nil. Uh, I mean, I guess the main team news was Liverpool made loads of rotation. Um, and for Chelsea, we now have big Frank Lampard is back at Chelsea. He's been confirmed this afternoon as we are recording this. Um, I guess, Kev, on Liverpool, does the rotation put you off getting Salah down the line? Because obviously Salah was one of, one of the people rotated. No, <clears throat> no. I think well, the fixture in double gaming thirty four is is the absolute best. Uh, Tottenham at home, Fulham at home, right? I mean, s- sorry, second to City, Fulham away, West Ham at home. But I just think that's, and then even after that, they got Brent Brentford at home, Leicester away. I mean, starting next week after Arsenal, they've got Leeds, Forest, West. Ham. I think the rotation was more of a uh, wake the fuck up, guys. I'm rotating all of you. That this okay. is embarrassing. You're all benched. Wake up! And they, they, they had a fortunate result at Chelsea, mostly because Kai Havertz can't finish. I mean, they should have probably lost by two goals. Kai Havertz just is some, something's wrong with him. It, he gets the ball in the box, and he's like, "Oh my god, it's a football! I've never seen one of these before!" And like kicks it away weirdly. It, it's bizarre. It's like he has no calm presence to finish when he gets it in the box. So. I think they were fortunate not to uh, lose that game, Liverpool. So I think, uh, you know, I'm not worried. I think it it was just kind of a shaking, like, wake up, guys, wake up. Like, this is serious. We could still make top four. You know, the games are important. All these other managers are losing their jobs. I'm still here, you know, but, like, even if you leave to go to another team, Van Dyke, uh, Mo, if you were to ever leave to go to another team, like you're going to be remembered because of this period at Liverpool in your career the most. Like we were one of the best teams in the world while we were all together. Like let's go, wake up. So I, I just think if it was just Mo rotated, you know, not Trent, Robertson, Van Dyke <laughs> as well, I'd be a bit more worried. Um, but now he's got a bit of a rest under him. So I think it's it's more attractive. So um, just a couple of other points I make on Liverpool are so Van Dyke was actually ill, and so he's due back this weekend for anyone that okay. might have some Liverpool All defenders. Right. And uh, I guess my other thought from this, just sort of having asked you the question, is I'm less worried about. I think you're probably right about Salah. I'm probably more worried about Nunes or others because I just don't think yeah. I think the strikers, other strikers around him, will rotate. But I think. Salah will probably keep his place. So it probably makes Salah more the go-to Liverpool guy if he wasn't already. And I just think the the other ones are maybe less attractive. And then Chelsea, Kev, I mean... Yeah, they're interesting. um, I mean, I guess guess the obvious things from Frank Lampard is he preferred Mendy to Kepa. So that might really spell the end of Kepa fairly quickly. That's, I'm sure everyone's people think about that already. And then Kai Havertz. Yeah. What do you think about him, Kev? 
So my plan uh, and what we sort of talked about pretty vocally on the pod was relating to Holland, right? My, my pre-planned move was Havertz for the double game week uh, and, the, and the blank game week in 29, sell, sell Holland to Havertz and then bring him back in for this game week, right? And then the injury happened and you're like, uh, if he doesn't play versus, if, if Holland doesn't play versus Liverpool, then I think, are they going to risk him versus Southampton with, you know, Bayern Munich? Champions League, the main thing that Man City are going to be judged on this year, Champions League against Bayern fucking Munich. Like, is he going to play for the worst Premier League club in the in the league right after they just smoked uh, Liverpool, like, you know, 4-1 or whatever it is and looked amazing without Holland? Like, are they going to bring him in? Like, I, I think likely not. So can fade Holland and... Maybe even spend that money elsewhere if you don't want to bring him back into 33. Blah, blah, blah. That was the plan. And then I'm watching Kai Havertz, and he's just, like, horrendous. Like, I, if if Kai Havertz on my bench right now, first sub, like, I'm going to play March away to Tottenham ahead of him. Genuinely. Like, I wouldn't start Kai Havertz. And then I just thought, why don't I just fucking make that move to Holland anyway then? Because even if he doesn't play versus Southampton, even if he is focusing on Bayern Munich. Even if he doesn't play versus Leicester because they're focused on Bayern Munich in the second leg, I'm going to still bring him in later anyway. He's going to rise in price now. People start seeing him in team training pictures and shit, right? I don't want Havertz. And quite frankly, there's no other forward I really want to bring in, right? Like Tony's got a nine yellows and a whatever looming over him. You've got I've got three Newcastle, so Isak's off the table. And then Isak was just benched anyway. Callum Wilson looks like the 4-1, so there's a thing going on there. Main thing is just, like, what other forward did you pick? Darwin? You just said the rotation is a bit worrying. So I think I'm just going to move Havertz to Holland anyway. It's time to get rid. Uh, could he punish me versus Wolves if I sell him? Yeah, but right now he's on my bench anyway, so he could punish me anyway. What do you think? Okay. Um torn at the moment i've got him starting ahead of march um i'm still tempted by i part of me is considering bringing in alvarez in the short term and maybe even then change kane to harland in 33 or 34 and actually have and then it's almost like Holland. a really unique way to go about it i mean your or is 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 yeah like quite quite Low. So you're not, I feel like you're going to probably slowly get, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but as the season nears an end, if your OR doesn't like dramatically improve, you're probably going to become less and less template here. Like who gives a fuck? Let's try this. Let's I mean, I've never been, template, right? I've never been a template player. Anyway, yeah, true, but yeah. True. Um, but I, I, I'm, I, I'm still looking at that, but it depends what Pep says, right? I'm waiting, we're waiting for the press conference. So I'm, I'm looking at that, but I can, but I, I think the only, but I, but I agree with you on the forwards. I don't like Darwin anymore. I really like Watkins. I mean, I, th- I still think Kane's a fine option. I'll never say I re- really like him um, for obvious reasons. I still like Ferguson, and I could I could see my forward line ended up in thirty four being Ferguson, Watkins, and Harland, and then with Mo in midfield. But I think I can get there. But I think I can have an extra move in there, which allows me to have Alvarez for a period of time. So that's kind of what I'm looking at. If the... Bournemouth had doubles or something, I'd be like, oh, Solanke, why not? Like, same with, um, you know, Palace, like you say, oh, you know, uh, Mateta or Edouard are cheap enough. Let's see how Roy plays them and stuff. But they don't have any doubles. That's like yeah. every player I bring in now, like, why wouldn't I be targeting on somebody that has 
two double game weeks. I got zero Man City, and they have two double game weeks coming up. Uh, they need to win all their games, and they have uh, excellent fixtures besides the Arsenal one. So, I mean, why wouldn't I just go haul and get a doubler in for later, a player I'm going to get in anyway? I, like, like all the other forwards just have kind of like not ideal scenarios. Yeah, yeah. agreed. Um, so, Kev, you talked about Liverpool, Newcastle already. So let's jump to game number five, which was West Ham one, Newcastle five. Um, somehow we got Moyes has still got his job. I thought assumed he was going to be sacked. Um, yeah, a lot of West Ham fans. I, I've got a West Ham fan friend, and he thinks they're going down. Um, I mean, right. that was a bad performance. Although I think there's probably some credit to Newcastle. They are looking quite good. Totally. Although I think West Ham defensively were poor. Um, I guess the things to call out here was, as you said before, Isaac was actually dropped. Well, not dropped, rested, I would say, because sure. I suspect he's coming back from, you know, he wasn't dropped. He's been playing well, but I just don't think he has the fitness to play every week. The fact yeah. that Callum Wilson's come on, got two goals. I think Three you're goals. now looking at Wilson and he Isaac. He was subbed on and scored too. Yeah, Isaac subbed on and scored exactly. So I think Wilson and oh, Isaac. Wilson subbed on and scored against Man U, didn't he? Oh, of course he did, yeah. So, so you've got three goals. Yeah, and Isaac's got sub subbed on in this game and scored. So you kind of, so I now think Wilson and Isaac are going to share minutes a little bit, which maybe maybe makes play the less hot attractive, end, right? Like, I mean, Sorry? how do you not start Callum Wilson after a brace? I mean, the question is, can they can they both start together? And I guess they can. It's trying to, but they're yeah. obviously avoiding that at the moment. They both so have injury history. So my guess would be they're going to like rotate Manager. starts and they're going to rest. Yeah, but I don't think there's a lot more to say. I mean. Yeah. Unless you already have a West Ham defender, or which I do in Zuma, we've right. actually done. I look, I mean, fairly lucky. He's done a clean sheet and a goal. I couldn't really, couldn't really have asked for more. But I mean, lucky. I'm kind of, I, I'm, I'd be quite tempted just to move him out for a defender, a Man City defender at some point, if I'm honest, sure. um, for obvious reasons. Um, do you have a double, but it's not great because City away and Crystal Palace away are like. I mean, you don't have them for the attacking return, so maybe there's a Palace away clean sheet. But the rest of the fixtures besides are, are all not great, are they, man? I mean, the, their home fixtures are Arsenal, Poole, and Man U. And their away fixtures are Fulham, Bournemouth, and Brentford. All of those guys are going to fucking score on West Ham, aren't they? So, so I mean, I don't, I don't see a clean sheet left in this team. Yeah, I mean, the thing about Zuma is he does he does get the goal. He might have got two last night, from what I gather. Probably so anyway. got your goal, though. I mean, you're in the money. You're in the money. You could take a hit and be in the money still. Like, good work. It worked out better than you could have hoped. Um, but that doesn't mean you need to go and take a hit, right? Like, it is what it you is. Know, I can, I can, I can move on for free. I, and I guess this is yeah. the my question on Newcastle, right, is so you and I have got the same defense apart from I have Zuma versus your Stupian. So we have three Newcastle defenders. So... You're clearly starting Chilwell at Wolves, and you're clearly starting Trippier at Brentford, right? They're yeah. going to start pretty much every week for you. Uh -huh. Are you starting a Stupian, or are you going to get a second Newcastle defender? Because Newcastle were unlucky not to keep a clean sheet versus Forest. I know it was like it was a, it was a terrible it was a terrible error just giving them a goal. I know they're letting a goal against West Ham, but I, I, I know they've only got one clean sheet out of the three games we've had them. But I'm actually feel more confident in Newcastle defence than I did before I brought them, which sounds a bit odd because their defence sort of went off the rails, but I think the real Newcastle's back again now, and, they've, and they're focused on... Agreed. Their forth. confidence came back when they beat Man U. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I'm going a stupid in just because I think I like to diversify the clean sheet a little. 
I know if they if if Newcastle keep it clean, it'll probably hurt me because a lot of people are probably going to start. Yeah, uh, Botman because they probably own Shaw. They they probably would have started Shaw over Botman. Well, they definitely would have, but now they're probably starting double Newcastle D. However, I just think I think both are tough clean sheet fixtures, even with Newcastle's form. Brentford are really good at home. I could definitely see them scoring. I think it's gonna be a really good game to watch. Uh, and that the, the storyline, one of these two storylines is gonna have to have a crack in it, right? Like Brentford are unreal at home and they're on a really good run right now or Newcastle have their defensive form back and keep clean sheets. Like one of those, only one of those can be true. They're mutually exclusive. So I think, I don't know. I'm Everyone else has Brentford attackers and shit like that. So if I just go one Newcastle and Newcastle keep it clean, it actually probably would help me because it means Tony blanks. And I know a lot of people are looking at selling Tony or whatever, which we'll talk about in a minute, but I just think there'll still be a lot of Tony you know, yeah. EO I'm against. So I think it's a win-win there. And then I just think a stupidin can score. Plus, when Brighton played Spurs earlier this year, they lost 1-0 to Spurs. So it's not like Spurs are pounding teams with four fucking goals or something like that, right? So I do think Brighton Brighton are, have a good shot at winning that game. Spurs still got some shit to figure out. And I, you know, if if Spurs score, it's probably going to be Kane. I, I don't know. So, so I, I think that stupidin's attacking upside is the tiebreaker for me so if you were me would you start zuma or botman strike burn Oof. so zuma's at fulham but i How feel like fulham fulham just... with i mean they i i so i know mitrovic is out but vinicius is in and he's decent and and like Pereira i kind of just think zuma might get attacking. me a goal again though because oh, fulham aren't great to set pieces I get, yeah, that's a good point. Maybe that's your tiebreaker then. Um, my yeah. question was to me, like, is William playing though? I noticed he hasn't played the last two. Is he dropped or injured? But didn't he get sent off? Did he? Oh, he the red from the FA Cup. That's right. Yeah, I think it might be that. Oh, so he has one more game off, or is he back? I, I think he's back now. I think, but I'm, I've, I've not looked into it in great detail, but perhaps I should. He's but, a pretty uh, big cog in their system, isn't he? For he's really been a great signing for them. If he's not there, they're a lot worse. I'll put it that way. Well, I can't stand the guy who's totally like no William and Mitrovic is a huge blow compared. Yeah, to no, he, he's he's definitely about he's available. He's available okay. in the game. All right. Um, and last game, and I'm conscious we're we should just fire sure. through this fairly quickly, otherwise we'll end up with a three-hour pod. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Man United versus Brentford. Man United won one nil. I guess the big team news was. I guess the two things I took from is Shaw got injured. Looks uh -huh. like a hamstring injury, which is a massive blow to an own shore. I suspect that puts him in a bit of a doubt for the rest of the season, in the sense of if he's going to come oh. back from that, they'll have to, you know, they're going to have a lot of games. He was kind of play every minute, but I don't think he will now. They'll, they'll want to manage his minutes. So I think he's probably a sell for me. Uh, not immediately, but at some point, because I don't think you can trust him for the doubles. Would you agree with that, Kev? Shaw? Yeah. So I think if I had Shaw... Uh, and I feel for people, I mean, most people have them. I feel for you because that sucks. I mean, it just happened to us with cash, right? We would have had yeah. a fucking epic week if cash played for us. Yeah. Right. Would have not had a hit taken and we would have got that clean sheet. We would have been up like 10 more points. But anyway. Well, so I, I, I would have been because I replaced him with Zoom and you placed him with, I don't True. think we, but, but we would have yeah. saved our minus four if nothing else. But yeah, carry on. Right. Fair enough. So uh, my point was going to be with Shaw. I just think. It's like I'm seeing people being like, oh, I'll just bench him. 
which I get because there's the free hit coming up too. So, I mean, you're going to have that extra time for him to get better potentially. Plus this week, maybe it's easy to just plug Botman in there or something uh, like that. Right. And then what do they got next week? Forest away. That would mean I don't see him playing next week if it's a hamstring injury. Right. And Newcastle have Villa away. So that's not a great fixture. So I think next week it could come more into play. I think people are just going to go ahead and do their Holland transfer this week and be like, whatever. It makes it's not sense. worth a hit. Yeah. And then all, and then next week they'll be like, oh, I'm free hitting next week. Um, maybe he'll be back by then. So I could see how it would be easy to just keep him on the bench through the next few weeks. <clears throat> then they have Tottenham away. So that's not ideal either. And then they've got. Then they've got the double uh, 34. And they've got the double game week, right? They don't have two doubles. Two. Yeah, they have 37 as well. They have 37 as well. So I could see just keeping them. However, that being said, I think you're right, man. I think if it's a if it's a muscle injury, they have cup competition games they're still in. Exactly. They're still in the FA Cup. A highly cool. likely rotated player now, unfortunately. It's it's a tough situation because like it could even be worth a hit if you're getting a man city D in. Uh, which could actually help you as soon as, you know, this week. Like you, if you're like, you know what, this could be an issue for me later. I'm going to end up maybe taking a hit anyway. Then, then in that scenario, I would consider uh, just taking the hit now uh, and getting like Ake in. Okay. But I don't think anybody's going to do that. They're just going to sit and wait and see. And then okay. I think eventually they'll move to Ake later. That's my prediction. So, so Kev, we're kind of get to, to, to touching on a few questions here. So sure. let me just jump in a couple of questions, do quickly on captain and then wrap up. So yeah. Sandy Radford asks, under what circumstances would you bring Holland in this week if Tony gets a yellow? Obviously, he hasn't got a yellow, so we, we sure. know he's still available. Any other circumstances? So, I mean, the question, I mean, I take that as, would you sell Tony to Holland this week? Would you keep Tony? So my my thought on that is it's not as straightforward as Havertz because Havertz just looks terrible. Tony looks good, <laughs> right? Okay. So I don't know. I I would wait. I'd be more inclined to like give Tony one more week home a home game. I don't. I, it depends on the pressers. I hate saying that. I hate when pod people say that to every fucking question. But like, I think if the if the if it's like this is a must-win game, we need Holland, blah blah blah. But you're not going to get that from Pep, are you? No. Who's Tony I, I, playing? Tony's playing Newcastle. Newcastle at home, so it is it is a home game, but it's a poor home game. It's, it's a poor home, home game, game, but they're really good at home, and he can score against anyone. It just depends. I I guess I'd be leaning more towards just do it. You're going to get Holland back anyway. You're going to lose out on price changes and stuff. Who's Tony have the week after? Let me see. I can see here. Uh, Wolves away. That's a decent fixture too. I'm, I'd be tempted. To I mean, him. he has a game in 32 Villa. So, I mean, that's, I'm assuming you're free hitting 32, but if you aren't, that's like for sure. Don't move him to Holland. But if you are free hitting, then I think, I think I would probably do it as long as, you know, his injury hasn't got worse this week or something. So don't do it yet. But yeah. if, if everything seems fine, I like same with Havertz. I'm just going to move him to Holland at this point. I, I think I'd be slightly more tempted tempt to keep Tony than Havertz. And I think if I had a, if there's a more of a question mark over Harden, I probably would stick with Tony for a couple of games. Particularly, if you want to do something a bit different, is what I would say. And I think if, you, yeah, okay. And then, uh, and I guess you kind of half answer this anyway, because Carl asks, if you did bring in one 5.5 million defender this week, who would it be? And his short list is Stones, Ake, Akanji, and Shaw. 
Now, clearly, yeah. Shaw's now injured. Right. Which always didn't, didn't know when he asked the question. Uh, I think you would sort of touch on Ake. I think I'd be on Ake as well. That's yeah. kind of where my head's at. I think with Stones, you have to recognize Laporte's back. And even though Stones and uh, Diaz have been the center backs that have been playing all the time, blah, 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 blah. It doesn't fucking matter with this guy. The fact that there are other options available is not good for either Diaz or Stones. I think Laporte is a legit option where with Ake and Akanji now playing the fullback positions, I think you know, Walker's really the risk there, probably what for a Kanji. I think Ake is just slightly more nailed. I mean, he could easily be dropped and rotated too, but this is the whole team now with Holland having this injury. Zero players are now safe, right? The, Even the, Grealish could be rested this week. We don't know. It the, is now a full on every single player is a huge risk. Don't bank on them. But they got two double game weeks coming up and excellent fixtures. Obviously, we need three of them or at least two of them, I think. So if I'm picking a D, it's Tamiyake. And just a, a slight curveball in there. Mm -hmm. So agree with so I agree with the Ake choice for City. And I think City probably is the way to go. City have rotation. Yeah. You could look at a third Newcastle defender. We already That's have a third Newcastle defender. Be and the reason for that is. Uh, and it, you could go Shaw or Burn, assuming you've got Botman and Trippier already. Because in 34, I'm happy to play my Newcastle defenders because I know they're not doubling, but they've got Southampton at home. Well, they, they have a double game week that's going to be different than everyone else in your team. You're gonna but exactly, but, it's going to be but, a but huge my... benefit to have three Newcastle. And now that Isak is rotating and shit, I just... And like even like Saint Max, it's like okay, cool. But like Elmer and Elmeron could come back at some point, and I don't know. Like ASM's always fucking injured, and he was subbed at halftime weirdly the other day. Like I know he's being good. Like I don't know who I would pick besides a third. The only thing maybe is instead of Dan Burn, you go Shar, but Dan Burns just a lot. Cheaper. Yeah, I'd, I'd be happy with Shar because he's a, yeah. just a sort of a bit different. The, the, but yeah. my point. So I agree they double again, but it's going to be in like thirty six or thirty seven. But my point is. Don't be too short side on 34 because they have got Southampton at home yeah. the week before they get Everton. Fair so enough. that is so there's no harm in playing two or even three Newcastle defenders that week. So it's not I like a really like, bad choice. So when I say this about Newcastle, um like I ideally have three city by then anyway. This allows you a bit more time before picking the city D because you know. I don't know if anybody's ever followed Man City before, but it it's like a completely different fucking picture on that team. Like every three, four game weeks, like yeah. oh, we all want Mares. Oh, we all want Foden now. Oh, we all don't want Foden. Oh, you got to have KDB. Oh, KDB spent. Oh, you got to have blah 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 blah. Kanji, Kanji. Oh, now it's Ake. Like oh, now it's fucking Stones. Oh no, like it just keeps changing. So I think if you do, if if you're bringing in a Man City D because they have all these doubles later, maybe don't do those transfers until the doubles actually happen bring in a guy like burn now um free up some money you know and 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 like as you could address another like i don't know who your other dr but if you're moving shaw or he doesn't have shaw if you're moving in you know a d that you want to benefit to the end of the season i just think if you did the newcastle one now and maybe you did the man city later it it, it could work but okay. from that list of names he said i'd pick ake right the only other, the only other d i'd even consider on any other team, it's probably a stupid. Yeah, I can't okay. think of another defender on any other team that would be worth bringing in. Like, I, like the new no. the Liverpool ones are out yeah. for me. Yeah, uh, I agree with that. 
you know, it's got to be like between Brentford, uh, sorry, between Brighton or uh, City in terms of double game weeks or Newcastle, right? So I think you're picking from and or and Man Man U. So now, th- I guess, what do you think about Dallow now that Shaw's injured? Is he worth it? Or he had some Wambasaka rotation risk. Like I assume it's Malassia if he gets in, but that's only if Shaw's oof, out long term. I mean, Shaw's back and now Malassia's draw. I don't like that. I, either, mean, dude. I mean, Martinez Probably, maybe, but even yeah. Martinez gets the occasional rest. But then he was going to get rested for bonus. Shaw. He got three bonuses. Martinez could be the other shout. And that is yeah. the replacement, isn't it? Yeah. But I think it's going to be. F- like, look at Man U, Man City, Newcastle, Brighton. Don't look at any other team for this defender. And uh, pick someone there and try. I, I like the Newcastle D because I think it helps you out in a unique way. Okay. But from right. that list, Ake of names he gave. Right. Last three final questions, Kev. Make these ones quick yeah. so we don't end up too long. Sure. Would you be tempted by Saka to Grealish this week? Uh, well... I mean, I don't know if Saka, but I would be selling Madison to Grealish in that scenario. So I would say I've been on the Grealish train. I like watching him, and he's been getting a lot of returns, and he's been one of the more nailed Man City mids. However, that would block me getting Mo. That's my big issue because I have Bruno, right? I know not everyone has Bruno. Um, I have uh, two Brighton and Rashford. So I only got one more mid spot, and I – as much as Grealish is sexy lately, getting all these points, and there's still that risk he's dropped, and Mo's still been outscoring him. <laughs> you know, so I, I guess if I had a gun to my head and it was like Mo or Grealish, you have to pick one. You can't get both unless you sold Bruno or something, which is an option. But like for now, assume I'm not doing that. You can't pick both. What do you do? I'd be like Mo because. After I free hit, Grealish might not even be in the team anymore if Foden's back and blah, blah, blah. They're focused on Champions League. So I think Grealish is kind of flavor of the week right now, as much as he's been nailed in that squad for a while and has looked great and it was even talismanic, I would say, last game week. I just think, like, you know, thinking with my head here, taking a step back, it would probably be more, like, prudent to wait on Jack until right before the doubles and then make that decision um, of like, how do I get Grealish and Mo into my team here? Do I have to sacrifice Bruno? To me, it's probably going to come down to like Bruno versus Grealish. And I think I'd still prefer Bruno because A, he's already in my team and B, I know he's going to play. Uh, and they're, and and I just, it's like flavor of the week with Man City, bottom line. So I'd probably just keep Saka and wait. So, so Kev, just two things I'd add to that is I, in a similar position, I'm not sure I'd go greet. The only way, way, I, way I go greet is if I fade Mo and keep Haaland and Kane. That kind of makes sense. And I'm not sure. And I think I'd put, so I, 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 there is a part of me tempted to fade Mo, but let's just see how he gets on next sure. couple of weeks. I think there is an argument there. And on, the only thing I'd say on Bruno is he has played more reserved. He's played sort of more defensively. He's not played for number 10 the last two matches, which is maybe the a sign yeah, that we could maybe move on Bruno. And I want to see him with Casemiro because he yeah. was on a decent little scoring run before this Casemiro red card stuff started happening. Agreed. And yeah. I, uh, so I don't, I just want to wait. I want to see how Man City do in Champions League because they could definitely lose to Bayern. 
right? Especially if Holland plays for Southampton has a niggle and Pep's fucking in the media, like, why did you play him for Southampton? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, this shit could happen. Everyone's okay. like, of course he's going to play versus Southampton. He wants the golden boot. Like, I'm pretty sure the undisputed number one focus on everyone that's a Man City fan, including Pep, is fucking Champions League. And Bayern Munich is not easy. Like, I, anyway. Okay. So, Kev, by which game week do you want to get three City players? And my answer to that is going to be 34. But I'm not sure I'm going to have three because I may end up just with Haaland yeah. and one defender. For me, it's probably going to be uh holland and then who knows because so much could change by then but right now i would say the three would probably be holland jack and okay because unless kep is dropped and then maybe but I even then you're not sure you're gonna get greenish so it sounds like you could end up with two like i'm kind of thinking of well like. i want three for sure so i would i would probably even consider taking a hit but i just there's no way i'm doing that until i know for sure i think yeah. i prefer holland and two defenders over Jack as Maybe. well. Yeah, it kind of fits with the team better too. Like we'll we'll know when Newcastle are doubling by then. We'll know like where Man City are in Champions League by then. Like I also yeah. if I do it then I don't have to have them versus Arsenal. Like okay. I, you know, there's benefits to waiting, I think. So Kev, final question. Where's your head at with Captain now? So when yeah. we spoke on Saturday Sunday or whatever it was, I was on Watkins. I've now moved to Kane. Because of the rest, I think Brighton might, you know, indications Brighton are getting tired. The managers, what the manager is saying, and I think they're letting in goals. So I'm kind of on Kane, but I kind of feeling you're going to tell me Rashford because Rashford looked good last night. I think the EO pick will be Rashford. The pole leader pick will be Rashford. I think there's some worry about early kickoff, just more from like a having fun playing FPL all weekend. It sucks when you're early kickoff captain blank. But I think most of our players play on Saturday. So yeah, the, but that's what I was going to say. Pain's, Not even over, it? Saturday. It's like the it's the early game, and then the game's right after. And my team is completely tapped out as you know before bringing Holland in. So like, it's not like the early kickoff's going to ruin your day. It's going to ruin like the next hour of your life while everyone else's captain plays, and then it's over, dude. This like Sunday is like irrelevant to me. I don't have any Arsenal or Liverpool, so I you know I'm not even going to watch on Sunday. I'm going to watch Masters. So, so I think. So I, are you Rashford then? I'm on Rashford, but I'm torn to move it to Kane because I do think, I just think, I don't know. Okay. But I, 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 there isn't a much Rashford answer there, didn't but... look great. He, look, he scored and then he kind of got his confidence back. He had a couple runs and I really liked that. But just in general, without Casemiro, these, well, that's not true with Rashford though. He's been scoring without Casemiro. Okay. I don't know, oh, dude. I'm not sure. I, I As of now, it's on Rashford. There's a small chance I move it to Kane, but I, I think I'll probably just leave it on Rashford. But not I, I think for me, it's between great. Rashford, Kane, and Watkins. I can't go Madison now because he's not shown enough. No. Watkins is on fire. So I, I'd be happy with Rashford, Kane, or Watkins, and that's where my head's at. But at the moment, it's on Kane. Okay, let's, yeah. let's wrap up there, Kev. All right, buddy. Well, I'm, so I hope... I hope I hope people have enjoyed that. I hope that was useful for people. And we'll probably be back on... Sunday, if we can fit, fit it on Easter Sunday, Kev, but we'll work that one out. Sunday is a shit show day, dude. That's definitely not happening Sunday for me. Okay. Well, me and Kev will record at some out. point. Yep. Catch yeah. you soon, pal. Bye-bye. Right. Bye.